So what, we watch anime So what, we play League We're just having fun We don't care who sees So what, we stay in It don't bother me Living young, pale and nerdy Hello and welcome to the Reading Entertainment Podcast, episode 99 for April 9th, 2017. My name is Nathan Reedensruth. Joining me this week, we have Connor, the cyberpunk monk, Besh. I tried to leave last week and they just wouldn't let me. Sorry. Actually, we're not sorry. Not even in a little bit. And we have Andrew Roa McFain. I, I might leave early. F- fucking why? I got to receive my groceries from the front door make your wife do it and she doesn't want to put pants on <sighs> and uh and of course i'm your host but um yeah so connor what games have you been playing this week i know one of them yeah let's just go with that one i have been playing uh mxm as i've been calling it fantastic game by nc soft the is it ac- to- is it actually fantastic it's it's okay <laughs> i uh <laughs> fantastic game that it, it's all right it's all right i, I mean it's uh, we could talk about this later in detail it's trying to do too many things at once and that's kind of hurting it oh okay well uh we'll see that because you are doing a review of that game on the reading entertainment youtube channel right well, only because you asked me yeah so i just a little bit of backstory here is i got a code with a founders pack from ncsoft to review that game i don't have enough time because i'm moving right now so it's uh towards the end of the month i'm going to be moving out of my house so i'm doing little things to fix up the house before i leave so i can get my full deposit and so we're just uh, i was like okay well connor has a little bit more free time than i do so he can play this game and maybe do a review of it so Hopefully, we'll have that out uh, within the next week or so. And uh, have you played any other games? Uh, still been playing Titanfall. They released the Colony DLC, which was free to the people who owned it. And that was one of my favorite maps from the old game. So that's been enjoyable. Started playing through Final Fantasy VII on the Vita again. Probably, you know, just until something better jumps into my life. Persona 5. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I could criticize persona but i also have never actually sat down and put the effort into playing persona so it would just be a waste of time well we'll talk about that in a we'll talk about that in a minute um are those the only games you've been playing yeah the only ones uh rocksmith but i say that every week yeah uh what games have you been playing oroa you don't play video games i know but nope (laughs) have you played anything um I mean, I, I play Zelda at lunch every day. Um, still working my way through that. I um, I have put all of my upgrades into stamina, so I'm running around with four hearts right now because I, I just beat the elephant. Um, right. So that's been that's been fun. Um, everything, almost everything, one shots me. So I I just have like it, it's it's funny that um link like actually has an animation for putting items into his pockets because that basically just means that i have this infinitely deep pocket that's just full of mushroom and fruit mixtures you have mary poppins pockets yeah and i i just i have just hundreds of bowls of of soup and mixed fruit so so (laughs) 
<laughs> these are the appropriate ingredients for hammer ha- speed. Have you got like a set of armor and upgraded it? No, because that's because that's one way to do it. Because I mean, you have very few hearts, so getting uh, some really good armor that has high defense, and then just upping that so it has, like, I had some armor that had sixty defense on it, and that yeah. was that wasn't even the most powerful armor in the game. That's probably what it's it's going to come down to because I I really much prefer having a fuck ton of stamina right. rather than than having the hearts because I don't get hit all that much. I, I feel like if you play it more along the lines of a Souls game and you just dodge well and parry well, the the game is a lot easier than, than people seem to give it credit for. Right. But there are time, there are things that are pretty difficult. Also, there's a, a blessing you can get, which is Daruk. Uh, he's the... The Rolly guys, I forget what their their names is. Right Goron, now. yeah, the, the, Goron? the Goron gives you a shield. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm, I, I don't know if I'm gonna go. I think I'm gonna go to the bird place next because I I wanted to get the Zora thing because I wanted the extra life basically. Yeah, and then I think I want to get the bird guy just for easier well, traversal. And, and if you go to the Zora place, you can get uh, Zora armor. Which yeah. allows you to swim up waterfalls. Yeah, yeah, and that's which is pretty cool. That's a pretty handy thing. Yeah, and it it just makes you swim faster, which is nice. Not very much faster, but yeah, it does. But it, it's noticeable. Yeah, it, it's like the climbing gear or the climbing bandana you get in one of the first shrines. Um, so there's a band, there's a bandana, and then I have I there's two other pieces, so you can get a full set. Yeah, I, I'd imagine that every every armor like power has a full set out there somewhere right because they're like they're set upgrades yeah that's a great game i actually beat that last weekend um and and in order for you because you're not going to be getting the 13 hearts in order for you to be able to get the master sword you're going to need to get all of your memories it doesn't work that way oh i thought you i thought it did nope oh because I, I, my wife got all the memories before she got thirteen hearts, and oh. it um, it killed her. Yeah, <laughs> I thought it, I thought I heard that you could do that. I didn't do that, but huh? I guess not. Yeah, I, weird. I don't know. I I don't know if maybe there's like because she doesn't have she has all the memory or all the uh, you know the all the memories that are like in the Sheikah slate but there are still some that she hasn't unlocked. And I don't know if that's just part of the storyline. That might be, you might have to go back to the old lady and talk to her and everything. Yeah. So may- maybe you have to complete the entire story or I'm something sure. up, up to, up to, you know, obviously fighting Ganon and maybe then it does it. I, I really well, don't know. Cause, but... Cause I know there's that. And then um, there's three different shrines of like courage, wisdom and something else. And power. uh power probably. And uh you go to those different shrines and like you have to beat a drag you have to kill a dragon in one of them, which is pretty fun. And then you unlock a memory there, and then there's another one where you just have to get um mm-hmm. one of the dragon scales and bring yeah. it. Yeah. And so those are three different memories that might need to be unlocked to do that as well. Okay, maybe that's it then. Maybe yeah. maybe you just have to go through and do a whole bunch of other shit. Probably. I would imagine it's something like that. So, did you play anything else or just Zelda? 
Um, I'm considering getting Persona either three or four, and maybe starting to play that on the side too. But but I don't ha- like JRPGs. Uh, that's what I was gonna say. You hate JRPGs. But I it's seeing Persona Five has made me really want to try to see if I can like them. Uh, okay, so let let me go into this. I played Persona 5 this week, and I'm going to ignore all the guidelines we're going to talk about here soon. Um, that game is great. Like, yeah. within the first... Because there's different, like, basically chapters, different months that you're going through. And in the first month, they they go over a teacher who is a pervy teacher, they say. And he's like... He's beating up some of the children that he's teaching, and he molests one of the children. Oh, he actually does? He actually, like, so one of the children, or one of the the high schoolers, is, you meet her at the very beginning, and he's trying to get her to, um, you know, do stuff with him, and he's threatening because one of her friends is on the volleyball team, and he's threatening to like do stuff like basically take her off the volleyball team if this girl doesn't sleep with him and so the blonde there's a blonde and the brunette so the blonde is the one he's trying to get with the brunette is on the team volleyball team and since the blonde won't actually um you know sleep with him he uses the brunette and then at school the brunette tries to kill herself oh like it i was I was legitimately shocked, and it was a very powerful scene. Like, they do not shy away from, from touchy subjects in that game, and that part of that makes it amazing because it, it allows you to actually invest and not just, like, hint around the issues. It, it just goes full bore with them. So, uh, yeah, it's it, it honestly it makes you want to, like, there's... Basically, so there's the real world, and then there's, like, the alternate world. And if you go into the alternate world and you uh, take out the teacher's, basically, doppelganger in that world, it will make it so that the real person will feel, like, guilty about all the shit he's done. And he will then go and confess. But there's also the caveat that because he lost all of his ambition from getting killed in the alternate world, that he might end up basically killing himself. He might starve mm-hmm. himself because he won't have the ambition to actually like eat or live or anything like that. But watching the girl try to kill herself and finding out what he does makes it where, at least for me, I'm like, I don't give a shit. I'm go- I don't care. I would kill this guy in real life. So... so- I, I'm imagining then that it's going to turn into a weird moral question later Prob- on. Probably, but at at the moment, I don't give a shit. Yeah, but I, I'm assuming <laughs> like later, later enemies are going to start turning into quote unquote enemies. And yeah, it's, it's going to be like, uh, is this guy really bad enough for us to destroy his life over this? And, yeah, and your 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 main character is going to be like, yes. It is. <laughs> yes. So. And, and you're going to be like, man, maybe maybe my characters aren't as good as I thought they were. Well, you you try to... You at least have some choice in the matter. Like, you... 
it, it, obviously it's got to go along the same like it's it's a pretty linear story but you have choices you can make that affect your different relationships and stuff so i'm not sure what's going to happen but uh yeah that's i i also beat lost odyssey finally finally i've it's only been like two months it's not like i've been playing it for a long time here um and that i played for uh well i did two five-hour streams this week at night i did not sleep very much this week is what i'm saying sounds like it because i work you know 5 a.m to or i wake up at 5 a.m i work until 3 30 i started up the stream at 7 um and then in between work and and playing the game i was you know uh working out and stuff and uh so i came home and i played the game for five hours one night and then the next night i played for another four and a half hours and finally beat the game that way i could play persona 4 this weekend or i'm sorry persona 5 this weekend also i recommend if you do get persona 4 get persona 4 golden yeah i'd get it on the vita uh do you have a playstation tv no oh man uh but whatever, whatever. It's fine. You wanted me to stream it? Yes. Oh. There is there is one part where uh and then we'll we'll move off. I have it on my Facebook page actually, a screenshot of it where you can be part of the soccer club and it's like, Wow, really you did a really good job at cleaning those balls. <laughs> yeah, I think I remember seeing that. Anyway, let's move on. We're gonna talk about Atlas a little bit more and Persona five and why i just broke all the rules but thankfully no one listens to my podcast so it doesn't matter so um this is just i'm just reading from the article persona 5 restricts access from the playstation 4 share feature a move atlas says has to do with a single player a single playthrough story and fear of spoilers and one of their quotes is please please do not post any specific plot points or story points story spoilers story spoilers and talk about the game in broad strokes good example the game deals with dark themes right off the bat um with a lecherous teacher and other corrupted individuals bad example players immediately run into trouble with the pervy teacher spoiler whose actions go as far as to spoiler so what we just talked about about him raping a girl i'm not supposed to talk about Yep. Which is stupid. Get it, you're a rebel. Yeah. You're more than welcome to show, talk to confidants, the new battle system, uh, the Velvet Room, the dungeons, etc. Just please keep in mind that singular story playthrough viewers are highly wary of spoilers. So, this is stupid. So, uh, also, please limit video content through 7-7. So, obviously, what they mean, it's, uh, I believe, July. It's the seventh month of July. I I suck at uh, yeah, yeah yeah. It is. Uh, July seventh. Um, in the game, which uh, I haven't got to yet, but I, I don't like this. Um, video content should be limited. You can post whoop. You can post however many videos you'd like, but please limit each to be at most ninety minutes long. No major story story spoilers. Um, I know I mentioned not showing the end of each palace but you can grab footage from the kamoshida boss fight now kamoshida is the teacher is the lecherous teacher 
However, mm-hmm. don't capture videos from other major boss fights. Must not focus solely on cutscenes, animated scenes, so prominently feature dungeon crawling, spending time in Tokyo, and you can post straight gameplay or have commentary. Streaming content. This Japanese title with a single playthrough story means that our masters in Japan are very wary of showing it. Uh, sharing is currently blocked through PS4 UI. However, if you do plan on streaming, video guidelines above, above apply except length, so you can post more than 90 minutes. If you decide to stream past 7-7, you do this so at the risk of being issued a content ID claim, or worse, a channel strike account suspension. Yep. Yeah, so I don't think they should be able to do this. They can, though. I know. I know they technically can, but this is... Some at some point, I believe that there's going to be a point where we where we have to kind of step back because I I know a lot of companies, especially Japanese companies, for some reason, will limit what you can show on games. I know Sega for a while was taking down any videos that had Shining Force in it, any well, Shining the, Force videos. The reason, and it it's funny because it ties into one of the other things that you have for us. Uh, yeah. Japan doesn't doesn't have fair use law. No, they don't. They don't have any copyright protection laws, basically. Or they have copyright protection laws, but they have no fair use law, so they their companies can do whatever the fuck they want, basically. Right. You you have to license everything. Yeah. Um, the the key thing though um, is that for the most part, uh, let's play isn't fair use. Um, there's very little argument in in my mind at least to say that let's play is is fair use and while i don't think that morally this is the right thing for the japanese company that owns the the persona franchise but but here's the deal according to their guidelines what i just did where i talked about kamoshida in the beginning that's not illegal but it's against their rules it's against the rules, but that you can't get a copyright claim for that. That's true. That's true. Um, and, they're, and they're not threatening a copyright claim. They're just saying, don't do that. Right. Um, they're asking. Now, with actually posting video content of the game past whatever point that they have, that's, you know, that, that at, like streaming, it's, it's such a weird thing, streaming. And I've thought about this a lot, that... Game streaming is blatantly just en masse copyright infringement. Kind of, but so so here's it's not so much now, only because by publishing your game on a platform that encourages content sharing, and by permitting the use of the share feature, they are implicitly agreeing that yes, you can stream this game in in the places that we allow and if that's everything then so be it yeah but i know a lot of people um will will watch let's plays and will watch youtube videos to say hey should i purchase this game sure and and i i agree that it's okay like i think it's a good thing that let's play exists and i think that it's nothing but helpful to game companies but that doesn't change the fact that it is definitely still copyright infringement. You're <sighs> using you're using another company's intellectual property, the things that they've created without their permission, and you're 
you can say that it's a transformative work, but that's what I'm trying to of, say. That's but is there enough to... of a transformation for it to really matter? And I would argue that in a majority of cases, no. It's like vanilla I, ice. Uh, it's like um, back in uh, when was that? It was in the '90s, I think. Uh, whenever sampling in hip hop was really, that's, really that's big. what I was talking about. Vanilla Ice. Oh, okay. Uh, Vanilla Ice. Uh, well, what did he take? He took a part from Under Pressure, and changed, like took sampled some of the beats from there, and the judge ruled that it wasn't transformative enough. So they it, had to take, it, yeah, yeah. And I, I would tend to agree with that. Right. And, and I understand. And, and I, I don't think that it's a good thing. And I don't agree with the, the idea of that. But I do agree that by the way that the law is, that, yeah, that's illegal. And for the most part, streaming, if if it's a game that was only published, say, on Steam or was published on, like, PS2 or something like that, or in this case with Persona 5, uh, yeah, Persona 5 they've explicitly blocked your ability to share through the native PS4 UI, then yeah, it makes sense that they would be threatening, you know, copyright claims on this stuff because you shouldn't be able to, to stream it if they don't want you to. It's, it's not your right to, to say either way. You can't, you can't like post us. You can't, you can't have a, uh, a video that is just like a song off of a CD that you bought, for example, and then like comment over the song. Like, I, I, th- I think that that would be ridiculous and would be blatant copyright infringement. But the, I mean, the only but, reason that but, there was even an argument for this is just because we've come to accept but on know, the, video game streaming and Let's Play as such a normal thing. But on the other hand, I've been watching um, a lot of Todd in the Shadows because I'm bored at work. Yes, and, but the difference there is that he uses clips of the songs. Right. And but, Let's Play in streaming, it, Let's Play doesn't necessarily have to contain the entirety of the game, but streaming, in almost every case, you are going to watch the game from beginning to end. Yes, that makes sense. Uh, but also, that has been ruled plenty of times that when you buy a game, you own that game. You can do whatever you want with it. Yes, but that does not include sharing the game by, by making a copy of it and then giving it to somebody else. But you're not making a copy of it. It's just yes, like when it's just like are. when it's just like when your friends come over and watch you play video games on your TV. It's just has online. That not been has it not been argued by the by some people to actually be copyright infringement? Well, they're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I I think that that may be covered under because the part of the piracy the description of piracy is uh, public performance without authorization and that can be considered a private performance without oh, authorization okay. which that doesn't matter it's private. So um, I wouldn't be surprised though is that is at some point this type of thing goes to court. I I am scared of that day because that could mean the end of streaming too. No, it'll not, absolutely, it'll change everything. Yeah, it won't. It won't necessarily mean the end of streaming, but it will very much change. Like, yeah, what streaming is, it will not 
it, it will hurt streaming irreparably. So I, I can tell you exactly what will happen in this case. Uh, if, if something were to go off, and even if uh, even if it was met in the favor of the streamers, everything would suddenly become so marginalized and so well-defined that you would only be able to stream what the game developers say, yeah, this is okay. Unless, else... unless it was found in favor of the streamer. If it was to be found that Let's Play was not was considered fair use, then... That, then all bets would be off at that point. But I don't think that would happen. I think this man is going to go in the opposite of favor of the business. Yeah. Well, it's well, been... it, well that's not necessarily true. Um, there, the One of the biggest uh, copyright suits in history um, uh, versus Universal Studios was found in favor of the person Universal was suing. Well, same thing um, with uh, same thing with Nintendo in the '90s. In uh, Jalico made the uh, Game Genie, yeah, and Game Genie was in court because Nintendo was trying to say that Game Genie messed up their intellectual property, and Jalico ended up winning, basically saying that since you bought the game and you own the game, you can do whatever you want with it. That's a modification of a property that you own. Right, you're not, right. You're not selling. Right, I, I know, I know. But that was that was something that was you, you know, big company had taken a smaller company to court, and the big company won. It's what I'm saying. Yeah, well, the smaller company won. Oh, the smaller company won. Sorry, sorry, sorry. But but yeah, I I do think that in the in this case though that like copyright law is pretty pretty obviously in favor of. The, the the company and owner yeah yeah the the company that owns the property in this situation because you're it, um what was it uh um fucking mystery science theater guys went on and made uh riff tracks yeah and, yeah and it's like you can't you can't sell riff tracks with the movie going on in the background that's ludicrous. Right, so you uh, have to sell Rift Tracks, and then you have to like line them up. Exactly. So, and I think it would be the same thing: is that if somebody actually decided, like, say, a Japanese company actually decided to just straight up fucking sue somebody, then we would have that precedent set. Yeah, and that would really fucking suck because at that point it would be it would be trivial for a, an American company to. Basically, just like it, you, you would have, you would have some copyright troll buy the rights to a game that happened to be streamed on Twitch like twice, and then they would sue Twitch for like, you know, several tens of thousands of dollars or something, and you'd have that start happening, and everything would fall apart. So and I'm just... like what Connor said, it would turn into you'd have games that are just like approved for streaming and, yeah. and shit like that. And it would, it would be awful. So I'm just wondering if Atlas is at some point going to change their mind on this. I was, I've also wondered that is that maybe in like six months or something like that, they'll be like, okay, you can do it now. Cause it's, I mean, it's been posted everywhere anyway. That's yeah. Right. We've been thinking about the negative parts of this. This could like put an end to how long do you have to wait before you could spoil something? We could have it defined by law. I like spoiling things. <laughs> I, right, I, but you're an awful person. <laughs> so here's the deal, though. Um, if you're if you're going into a stream 
to watch somebody play a game aren't you expecting spoilers like that's like i can understand the youtube like kind of like all right here's some guidelines don't spoil the game in your reviews uh just so that if somebody's watching a review they just get a broad stroke they can they can go in and get the game and and figure out what you're talking about and if you're going to a live stream where you're watching somebody play through a game that is just you're going to see spoilers there's no there's no helping but see spoilers you're saying that as if this is a law or this is them trying to make a rule about not spoiling the game as if, as if it's about c- consumer experience in that's reality, what that's th- that's the way they're trying to present it that maybe that's the way that they're trying to present it but they are also saying that this is a japanese title with a single playthrough story meaning that that they they are maybe not upfront saying it, but it's essentially because they don't want people to just watch a stream and then not buy the game. Because but in there's... all honesty, it's it's funny because the only reason I haven't played the other Persona games is because I would rather just watch the story play out. Yeah. I, would, I would rather just play a visual novel version of Persona and not have to slog through the repetitive combat. And that... you can you can make the claim that the combat is part of the game, but I really don't care. You don't don't waste my time with repetitive combat and, and random battles like that. That makes sense. But the, streaming has also been proven to actually get people to purchase the game. That's true. I more, agree more with t- you. More times than not, people will watch the game, and if they're interested in it, they will purchase it themselves as no, well as watching it. That's very true, and I, I totally agree with it, and that's one of my primary arguments for the benefit of streaming and, and Let's Play in general as well. It, and Japanese companies are extremely out of touch whenever it comes to that sort of stuff. See they are. Nintendo and see this. It still doesn't change the fact that, you know, it, again, it, it's still illegal, technically. Right, and just like the, the completionist actually got a review code for a Nintendo game, and then got a copyright claim on that video from Nintendo. Yeah, and they they've done that. They've done that a few times. They they even were like, uh, was it was it with Mario? Yeah, Maker, something like that. That they they ended up like accidentally claiming one of their own videos or some shit. <laughs> like, uh, and, uh what is it? Uh, Jim, Jim Sterling. Jim Sterling has started every time he does a video on Nintendo. If he he'll use footage from both Nintendo of America and Nintendo of Japan, so that they'll both claim the video. So then they're both denying each other money. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll talk about. I think we're talking about YouTube here pretty soon too. Uh, actually, let's switch over to the YouTube one. Um, since we've already kind of milked this Atlas. Thing dry. Um, tell us what you think about copyright. Do you think uh, in the comments below? Tell us about. Do you think that copyright should be applied to video game streaming, or do you think that it's more beneficial to the company than it hurts? Uh, what are your comments down below? Now, YouTube TV. Oh, that's not the one I want to talk about. Let's talk about YouTube TV. Then we'll talk about the other thing with the YouTube. YouTube TV is launched in five different cities: uh, Los Angeles, San Francisco, Chicago. Philadelphia and New York City. So, uh, I presume neither of you can. Either of you guys get YouTube TV? 
I thought Connor lived in Chicago. I thought he did I, too. I'm in the uh, suburbs of Chicago now. While I was in Chicago, it was a thing we could have done. Uh, and I was talking to my dad about this the other day, but something tells me they wouldn't go as far up as we are. Uh, you can always take a look. It might be like a Chicago area thing. It's, I mean, yeah, that's usually what this yeah. is. It's, it's the Chicago market. Yeah. Chicago land. Yeah, so it's $35 a month. Um, not actually too bad of a deal. It comes with, what, 40 channels or something, uh, which include, like, Disney, ESPN, ESPN2, 3, um, ABC. Um, you can add on Showtime for $10 a month or $11 a month. Um, and Fox Soccer Plus for $15 a month. Why? I wonder what demographic <laughs> that's targeting. <laughs> and... Um, what you can get USA, which is the one I was interested in, because that's where wrestling airs. But, um, so are either of you going to try to get this, or, or are you even like marginally interested in this? I think it's a fucking ripoff. That's what I think. To be honest, yeah, that's absolutely what I think it is. I don't, okay. But, so uh, then again, I don't watch TV. That too. Yeah, yeah. So for that price, though, I don't think it's. If it was like a hundred bucks, I could see it as a ripoff. But oh, I still for- think it's a ripoff. Have you seen Sling TV? Uh, no. Sling TV is, I want to say, if not the same price, slightly cheaper. Comes with more channels, and isn't limited only to, uh, like you know, Google related devices. That's true. That's that's true. Now it does. This, of course, has DVR, which I'm sure Sling does as well. That- well, I don't know if Sling has DVR, and that is the one thing is that this offers you the ability to watch with up to six accounts at once. Yeah, and you have unlimited cloud DVR storage. That's pretty impressive, um, but it's not worth it in my mind, especially since I don't think it even it doesn't have some of the stuff that Sling does, and I don't think it includes. Uh, like, oh, no, it has the sports channels. I think Sling has, like, a couple of movie channels included by default. And it also has... Uh, but but this has sci-fi, so you can watch Sharknado. YouTube TV does not include anything from Viacom, Turner, AMC, Discovery, A&E, or HBO. Sling, you can get... I believe you can get HBO, but I know for a fact you can get Comedy Central, you get TNT... Uh, I think you you get yeah you get TBS um, you might get CNN uh, but the most important thing is that you get both uh, the Maker channel which is a bunch of makers uh, big YouTubers are basically they just get a bigger budget um, and I think that's nice and also you get Adult Swim you just get an Adult Swim channel see I don't like Adult Swim shows. Well, you're fucking gay. Yeah, I gotta say, I actually <laughs> love most Adult Swim shows. I, 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 I thought about getting Sling specifically for the Adult Swim channel so I could watch Samurai Jack. So, so maybe Samurai Jack. I haven't, I haven't actually watched Samurai Jack ever. I know. Really? Um, really? Yes. I. Oh my god! It was such a good show. So, so you and have to remember. It's, a, it's Aro- for adults. Aroa. Yeah. My family was poor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Plus, he was too busy watching wrestling to watch Samurai Jack. Come on. No, I didn't watch much wrestling when I was in high school because we were poor. Also, because wrestling sucks. Wrestling's I awesome. I like wrestling. Um, 
I, I got a lot of respect for wrestling. It just ain't my thing. But so so I never like the the shows that everyone's like, oh my god, they're awesome. Like Samurai Jack, um, Invader Zim. I never watched that, and I tried watching it. I was like, okay, I'm I'm older now. I have the internet. I can pirate things. So let me see what everyone's talking about with this Invader Zim show. And I watched part of it, and I was like, wow, this is terrible. Fuck you. <laughs> I did not like it at all. I'm so excited that they're doing another Ooh. like animated. Yeah, they're doing yeah. another animated feature. I'm I'm sorry. Those are just shows that I just could not get into. That was, like, the first outlet that I could properly express any kind of macabre feeling out of. It, it was a big deal, man. It was great. See, yeah. and a lot a lot of people really like it. I don't like... Um, it seems like it was written by somebody who has, like, schizophrenia. Oh, wait. It, it was. Oh, really? <laughs> the, guy, mm-hmm. the guy did go into, like, a Jonah mental Vasquez. assault. Yeah. Yeah, I, I follow him on Twitter, and I've read some of his uh, some of his uh, graphic novels. I I don't think it's schizophrenia, but he is he legitimately went into a mental institution, I believe. Yeah, he he's definitely has to be a little disturbed. Yeah, like, and but and he's, he's amazing. It's I like very um, straightforward storylines, and Invader Zim was a little too random for me. Uh, um, well, yeah, and. I just I don't like it when they break off and just do random shit. Kind of like Ren and Stimpy. Never like them either. Oh, so you're just like a bad person. <laughs> he just had a bad taste. You can't no. help it. No, the Ren and okay. <laughs> what, the, what the hell is wrong with you, man? You just like roasted my entire childhood lineup here. <laughs> well, I'm yeah. sorry. Your entire childhood lineup is made for stupid people. <laughs> and your opinions are incorrect. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so you don't understand the subtlety and nuance of the belly button monster. Okay, that's another one. So somebody <laughs> actually told me that I was too stupid to understand Aqua Teen Hunger Force. <laughs> what? What? And I, I was like, I don't you like it. Talk about a goofy bullshit show. <laughs> <laughs> I, was... I, st- I still love it, but it's not. It, it doesn't take a. Uh, it doesn't take the Enigma machine to get it. I'm pretty <laughs> sure what he meant is I don't smoke enough pot to watch Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Seriously, Nathan, what the hell? Maybe, maybe that's what I need to do. When I go to Chicago, we can all get really high and watch Ren and Stimpy, and see if I like it. Why are you going to Chicago? Oh, I'm sorry, not You're Chicago. In, uh, when I go to Illinois. <laughs> Illinois is not just Chicago. There, it's all it is. It's just one big city. I know that that's what everyone thinks. <laughs> He's going to be so disappointed. He's no, going to get off and immediately expecting buildings to be like, wow, that's a lot of corn. <laughs> yeah, that's. I mean, that's the area I live in, definitely. No, that's that's pretty much where I live, so... It'll be. I'll be like. I'm at well, home. Actually, if, if if you're flying out here, then you'll you'll land in uh, Lambert, and that'll be over in St. Louis. So yeah, I'm not like, sure. Wow. And then you'll drive further and further away, and everything will disappear. And you'll I'm not see sure. A refinery off in the distance. I'm not sure what I'm gonna do. I'm going to hope that somebody will pick me up. So. No, you just gonna just get an Uber. To that's no the bridge. No. We haven't talked about why that's a bad idea before, have we? That's a lot of money, isn't it? To get a to get a lift? To get an Uber to where you're at? Oh, I I don't even know if I don't even know if Uber will drive all the way out to where I live. I would um, if, 
if they, well, you know what? Actually, I take it back. I priced it once. It was like thirty five dollars. That's not bad, actually. That's yeah. Some, it's not. It's not terrible. And no. that that was one way, obviously. But yeah, not realistically, uh, I just pick you up from the airport. Yeah. 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 I was it's either that or I'll just rent a car. Yeah. No, the, but, the airport's like maybe a half an hour drive. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what were you gonna say, Connor? Uh, I wasn't really gonna say anything. I could say something on it. Jesus, Aroa, why do you live so far away? Yeah, and uh, let's what's mean... what's the other thing? Um, I'm trying to find the other because we have way too many. Okay, YouTube. We're talking about more about YouTube. Uh, right, they changed some of the rules, which I I read incorrectly because I was at work, so I was like kind of trying to do it without getting caught. <laughs> and um, but you know, after after we read through, it's not terrible. What they're going to do is YouTube's going to limit who can get monetization on their videos. And so um, unless you have 10,000 channel views, you cannot get monetization on your videos. 10,000 channel views is not that hard to get. Um, what I had read it – I had read it incorrectly at first. I thought it was uh, 10,000 subscribers. I thought I, – I, I had – Oh, that's what you thought. Okay. Yeah. I See, I whenever I read it, I thought it was like each individual video has to hit 10,000 views before it will generate ad revenue. Yeah, that's yeah. what I thought too. And, that, I, and I was yeah. like, fuck me. But And I can yeah. see why people would would think that. And and I was I was just reading it wrong. And then you're like, no, you idiot. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. So it's not too bad. Like I have, what, 30 – we both have like 36,000 views. Is that it? Yeah, something like that. And I you have like a, 39. You have yeah, you have like 3000 more views than I do, which I'm mad about. Yeah. But it, about, like like I told you, I used to have a video up that had like over 200,000 views. Why did you take that down? I was cleaning up my channel and I I didn't really think about like, you know, how numbers look. Yeah. And how all that works. I just went, I just want to delete all this shit from 2007 that I regret making. Yeah. And one of them was Minesweeper Cheat. And the other one, the other one was uh, Charlie the Unicorn uh, remix, which no. was actually just me dubbing Charlie the Unicorn all in one take in real time. That's and, all right. I remember junior high school too, man. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's what it was. You should do the Minesweeper cheat video again. Make a remix. Hi guys, this is Aroa one three three seven. Uh, doing a refresh video. Got the new computer. Got the new Minesweeper. Got to pay two ninety nine without the ads. But here we are, baby. I don't know why you're talking like an inner city like thug, but I, I like this version of you. And the the worst part is that the Minesweeper cheat stopped working in Windows XP. Like, oh, like darn. XP was the last time that it, it was even a thing. And for some reason, that fucking video was still getting like thousands of views every month. You should have like kept it up. I should have kept it up. I'm an idiot for removing it, but, you know, yep. what's done is done. Right. You should. Uh, well, whatever. And you I don't even more. have a backup of the Charlie the Unicorn thing, but that was still getting views up until YouTube corrupted it. Oh, right, right. I remember that you you talking about that. Yeah. Um, I think that you should do more Undertale videos. I I keep meaning to fucking edit the foot. I still have footage from that stream, and like I I go to edit it, 
and then like something goes wrong. Like the first time I tried to edit it in Final Cut, and every it like Final Cut just exploded. So I'm just not going to use Final Cut anymore. I don't know if it's because my laptop, the, like this laptop, can't handle it. It's a Hackintosh but, too. Yeah, and I think that's the problem. Is it's a Hackintosh and it was a pirated version of Final Cut. So I uh, I instead installed uh, Premiere on my wife's old laptop. Oh, I love Premiere. Anymore. I love Premiere. Yeah. It's and so it's much a, better. It's a, the laptop is not bad at all. Like, yeah. It's, uh, it's it's a gaming laptop, so right. It's got like a six seventy in it. Oh, okay. That's not terrible. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's it's not gonna be able to play games very well, but you it, can. Well, it, it'll yeah. It was good. Like it whenever Battlefield Four came out. Right, right. <laughs> um, but it'll it'll render video just fine. And now we're done talking about YouTube. We're gonna talk and switch over to the Nintendo Switch. Uh, the Nintendo Switch owners, some of them are reporting issues of warping. So now they're getting all bendy. That's oh, cool. I thought, I thought it was like that the Switch just suddenly started playing Death Grips. No, no, sorry, sorry, no. Um, basically, it's overheating. And some of them, well, some of them are getting hot and it's making it so that it kind of warps the system. Apparently, it doesn't hurt play at all. But just be warned that this could happen to your Nintendo Switch, Aroa. That yeah, I I saw this um, whenever uh, people were talking about it earlier this week, and I like I looked at my Switch and I was like, I don't I don't think it, it's curved at all, and I was I was like trying to put something flat up against it. And it's like I, I don't see there might be an itty bitty gap there. I can't tell, so I don't know if I'm having this problem or not. Yeah, um, it there. Seem like it. I I don't I don't think mine is, but I haven't pulled it out of the dock in a while. Um, NSR speculates that it actually is when uh, the console works harder while outputting video, so it gets hot while it's going to the TV, um, and it gets hot enough that the internal components become more likely to expand. On the plus side, the bending doesn't seem to affect the switch func- functionality. Uh, it's it's kind of weird though that if it. If it happens while it's docked, how's like what what's making it warp? Because you'd have to I would think that it would be it gets hot while you're actively like using it and like since you're putting pressure on either side of it, it's kind of bending in the middle. Well, what I'm thinking is uh it happens when you're when you leave something out in the cold too. Like um uh I knew somebody who put her bass guitar out in the truck overnight and it warped it because of course the heat is expanding it and oh, then, it gets, and then yeah. it gets it gets cool and it like kind of shrinks back and warps a little bit yeah my my base when i got it i had to adjust the action on it because of that sort of thing yeah so i, I guess it is kind of the same thing i don't know i i haven't seen i haven't seen this happen to mine yet thankfully but yeah uh, it might it might not be a widespread issue either yeah, what I'm I, hoping happens is someone's going to be like, oh, man, my Switch is all warped. Got to get a new one. And then I get to swing in and pick up the slightly warped one under cheap prices. See, <laughs> I, I did that with my PSP. Um, <laughs> That's also what I did with my PSP. It was I, slightly warped. No, it wasn't warped. So I went into GameStop and I was like, I'm going to buy a PSP so I can hack it. And I was like, 110 bucks. Fuck that noise. 
And this lady comes in, and she's trying to sell her salmon pink PSP to GameStop. And they're like, oh, I'm sorry, we can't take this. It's Japanese, and we can't take import consoles. And I walk up, and I'm like, I can. (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, "Uh," I'm like, how much would you want for it? She's like, well, they were offering me like $45, $50. And I'm like, I'll give you $50 for it. So we walked outside and I got a PSP. Yeah. So it was just. I, I did that with my, my Nexus S. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, the, a lady brought it in and we were like, yeah, it's, um, it, it looks like we'll give you $10 for it. And she was like, 10 fucking dollars for this thing. And I went, I'll give you 30. <laughs> we went out and fucking did it. it That's was... when you worked at Radio Shack, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, I want a Nexus S. I'm using this fucking HTC Evo and it's trash. Yeah. Um, So your Switch isn't affected by this yet? No. um, I'm sure it will be because I do put a lot of pressure on it whenever I'm playing it because I'm usually playing it laying down. Well, no, 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 no. This is only when it's outputting video from the dock. I I know. That's what they're they're saying. I'm just saying. That it could happen. Yeah, it could. I could see it happening. Yeah, and I'm I'm looking forward to the day that uh, that we have the first like picture of a of a switch that bent far enough to where like the plastic is all white and, and down one big seam in the back, and they're like they're like it don't work anymore, and then Nintendo and- has to be like that's because uh, you put it in uh, the dock and it was too close to a window. Yeah. They're, they're going to be sure. like, it's because you put it in the fucking oven. Maybe you shouldn't do that. <laughs> that's that's probably the problem there. Uh, and as long as they don't try to be like, it's a feature. It folds now. Okay. Let's move on. I'm. We have like nine stories this week. so Yeah, seriously. What the fuck, dude? I'm sorry. There's so much stuff to talk about. Let's talk about the eclipse. The eclipse happens... August 21st and random fucking thing for us to talk about. Yes. So the eclipse, I, well, I get the day off work, which is awesome. Uh, I don't get paid for it. So, okay. So here's the reason there are, um, 8,000 to 10,000 people, I think in Madras, Oregon. That's where I work. Go on. There are going to be 200,000 people. In Ma- there's going to be 200,000 people in Madras, Oregon for the eclipse. So you get the day off because your town is capitalist shills. No, we're getting the town the day off because I can't get to work. Also valid. Yes, because also, or- or- Oregon's a weird place, dude. <laughs> it is. But it's not just Oregon. People from all over the world are coming because... Madras, Oregon is in the like in the dead center of what's called totalitarian to, totalitarian? Uh, yeah, whatever. Uh authoritarian. It's right in the middle of authoritarian no. Uh it's right in the middle, and so they get the most amount of the eclipse happening, like the, the longest. Oh. Alright, yeah, that would make sense then. And so there's a ton of people coming, and there's a ton of people coming all to Central Oregon because they they speculate that there's going to be 200,000 people staying in Madras, Oregon with another 800,000 people in surrounding areas. 
so a million people in central Oregon and it's not that big of a place. So they're giving me the day off because I would not be able to make it to work at all. There's just no way. And I'm, I'm definitely planning on taking a couple days off anyway, like the Friday and Tuesday before. So that I'm just, I don't know. I'm thinking about leaving and there are places in Madras, Oregon, which are renting out like their people are just renting out their houses, like with Airbnb for $2,000 a night. (laughs) Yeah. And so what is happening is that some of the hotels around here didn't jack up their prices because obviously with something like that, they're going to raise the prices to like, you know, six or $700 a night, make, make some bank off it. Staying in hotels and renting out their homes. Well, no, people are coming into town and renting hotels. Oh, okay. Is what I'm saying. And so. Oh, you're trying to tie this back to the story. Right. I know. It's weird. And so what they did was there are people who rented a hotel for $170 a night, which is still a lot, but not terrible. And, well, they got their their hotel rooms canceled, and then those rooms got jacked up in price. And so nine of the different hotels in Central Oregon are getting sued because of this. One of which is Stafford Inn, which is where my sister used to work. So um, they could they could face a fine of up to twenty five thousand dollars each hotel that if if this actually happened, if they were if they actually get found guilty of this. So um, also another thing that might happen is I will be living with my friend Daniel at the time. And Daniel and I might move out for that weekend and rent our place out for $2,000 a night (laughs) because we're not idiots and we like money. So yeah, that would be pretty badass. Um, and there are, are also people who are, um, who have like acres of land that are renting out like camping spots for like five or $600 a night. That's really clever. Yeah. So there are really expensive for a camping site. Jesus. Yeah, there are. Yeah, a, these are retards who are like willing to pay a couple hundred bucks to go see the fucking sun. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's my thing. It's like, I'm like, it's two minutes. That's how long it is. Two minutes long. Also, another thing that I think is awesome and terrible. Uh, it's terrible because we don't have any of them in Redmond, Oregon, because the mayor of Redmond, Oregon <sighs> is a fucking idiot. But in Madras, Oregon, there are at least four pot dispensaries. So wow. I'm going to imagine a bunch of retards coming to Oregon wanting to see the sun disappear for two minutes probably are going to get kind of high. So those dispensaries are just going to be rolling in money. Oh, yeah. So uh, do you guys want to come to Oregon in August? Want to hang out? Uh, not for $2,000 a night, I don't. <laughs> That's my <laughs> thing. That's my thing. I might... Uh, we might rent out our house and I will leave and stay with my sister for the weekend. That's, that's my plan. Uh, if that happens. So, um, I, now do you guys have the, it's the eclipse coming through Illinois at all. How the, I don't, I haven't heard anything about it. Okay. I don't give a shit about the sun. <laughs> yes. 
That was a day star. So I'm I'm gonna say no. You you don't care about the eclipse. Yes. No, this this was less a story for the podcast than more saying, "Hey guys, I might be coming into some money soon." Yeah. <laughs> no, this was. Well, I just found fuck it. Fuck capitalism, and also yay capitalism. It's basically <laughs> what you just. Said. I didn't say fuck capital capitalism. I I'm say I'm saying that. Uh, I find it interesting that hotels are getting sued because they were canceling. Um, because of capitalism. Well, no, yeah. no, I don't mind the capitalism part. I don't like the fact that they're screwing over their customers, which isn't that, necessarily that's capitalism. That's the essence of capitalism. That is no, capital. No, because the invisible hand of the market is. <laughs> Libertarians are stupid. Um <laughs> <laughs> Blizzard. Uh, here's another thing of, of capitalism and uh, uh, people trying to make money. Blizzard wins multi-million dollar lawsuit against cheaters. Woo! Yay! So, um, what was this? Ubisoft banned fifteen hundred players last night for cheating back in February. Blizzard clamped down on Korean cheaters by for circumventing bans in the game. Overwatch last year. Ubisoft considered punishing players of Com Clancy's The Division for exploiting a game glitch that allowed them to win top tier loot without actually playing the level. That seems bad. Um, to say developers are cracking down, blah, 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 blah. Um, Blizzard was just handed $8.6 million in a lawsuit against Bossland, a company that specialized in creating software or bots used for cheating. Founded in 2009, Bossland uh, is a leading company in creating automation software, so-called bots, to MMORPGs. Uh, so they're trying to say that botting is not against the law, but it is definitely against the terms of service. However, uh, Blizzard disagrees, blah, 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 and Blizzard won, and they were ordered to pay $8.5 million dollars to blizzard in restitution plus another 177,000 in legal fees it is unreported whether the outcome will break the bot maker but considering that it only lists five software programs bankruptcy is a very real possibility so i'm on blizzard's side on this one how about you guys i it depends um it depends to me on how this tool was marketed um and a lot of other things, because I don't know if I necessarily agree that it's copyright infringement. If it didn't include any code from the game, and if it didn't directly interact with the game other than basically acting as a macro, then, whoa, that's not copyright infringement. But, but is, that what they got, is, that, is that what they got them on, though? Forty-two thousand eight hundred eight counts of copyright infringement. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that. I mean, that's copyright infringement. Yeah, that's true. Reverse engineered and otherwise altered its games without permission. So, if if that's what happened, if it hooks into the game in some way and and reverse engineers code, then yeah, all right. I I, I can agree with that. I think to a point. Um, right. As a software engineer, I kind of disagree, which I know probably isn't the popular opinion. Uh, unless you are directly taking my code, my functions, and you know, one for one using them to run other functions, because it sounds like this is just something that's manipulating drop rates, right? 
It, it seems like it, it might be something where it's uh, it's looking at values in the game and like determining it, it's playing the game for them. Yeah, by yeah. The, by the sound of it. So it, it's probably looking at where the character's located, what it's looking at. It, it's just taking a bunch of data from the game and then inputting commands based on that sort of thing. Um, like an auto aim bot, basically. Infringement, though. Yeah, it, it depends on how. Like you, I would I would say that you'd have to look at the source code and look and see if there was stuff directly copied from the WoW source code. Uh, you mean Overwatch? I thought it was thought Overwatch. This, or is it WoW? World of Warcraft. Uh, yeah, I thought this was WoW. I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I know they mentioned Overwatch earlier. Yeah, no, that was uh, that was bypassing other stuff. Yeah. But yeah, um, no, this is cheating in an MMO. So so here's the deal, though. I always, I've always been on the, the two sides about this. If you're playing a game like, let's say, Persona, and you want to do a cheat that will give you, like, level 99 and whatever, infinite items. That's whatever. It's a single-player game. You're not hurting anyone. Uh, if you're in an MMO or, like, a online FPS game and you're cheating there, then, yes, you should be punished. Like, that person who's cheating should be punished in some way. I mean, I mean, yeah, I think manning is fine. Yeah, yeah um, manning, but... Uh, law, any kind of law action for that, even if you are playing online, that seems harsh. But if they're like, if they are manipulating your source code, like that makes sense because if they're uh, taking your code, let me uh, let me let me take this argument just one step further. Okay. Yes, they're manipulating code. They are only manipulating code to affect drop rates of items that are already present in game. Wherein you are saying that this item ruins the experience when in reality it just makes the end game all the more easily obtainable. If you're ga- if you're complaining that people are too broken by getting the gear that they can already get, the problem is with your balance, not your drop rates. I don't know about that though, because you're then bypassing game content and putting yourself ahead of other people. You're giving yourself an unfair advantage. That's true. If you have something that can artificially increase drop rates for you as opposed to other people, you're objectively you're cheating in the game at that point. You're you're manipulating the game to put the odds in your favor. But the only thing you're cheating is time. Time, yes. But so you're still, minimizing how long. Unless, play game, unless which... that's not what this is doing. Unless this is I actually because I don't see. Well, so a lot what of exactly this is. Yeah, doing. it doesn't. It doesn't. Because if say it's playing it, the game for you, that's what I'm grinding, thinking it's doing. Grinding would be one thing, but what if this is also like playing through actual content for you? And, and even then, you could say that grinding then enables you over time to play through areas that you couldn't beat without having gear that you ground to get. Well, you let's know? let's look at their products. Okay? Let's just go to I'm going I'm on bossland uh gmbh.com right now and they have Poke Farmer. And what this is is for Pokemon Go and it farms Pokemon, gathers items, visits Pokestops for you. Um, so that's, that's one of their products. Another product is honor buddy, which I'm imagining is for honor. Uh, Oh, nope. This is honor buddy is the bot for wow. It says all bot types included a open API development works easy to set up best third party bot. What does it do? You buy different sessions, uh, 
So let's Looks see. Like it, it straight up just plays the game for you. Yeah, yeah. It looks like it's just playing the game for you, which I've seen bots that do this where they'll kind of just run around an area and kill different um, mobs. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, it supports all the following expansions. It follows Burning, Cru- Cru- Bleh, Burning Crusade, Wrath of Lich King, Cataclysm, Mists of Pandaria, Worlds of Draenor, and Legion. Um... I'm just trying to find out exactly. It looks like it just plays the game for you. Plan and features. Yeah, back, um, back in my, while you find that out, back in my, my golden days of playing WoW, what you usually see is people running around farming minerals, just kind of, you know, you can't interact with them. They they go to an area where something's supposed to spawn, like a plant or a fish or whatever. It it does a ping. It finds whatever's in, within its radius of being able to find stuff tries to mine them hopefully doesn't die but you do see a lot of dead bodies around these things intentionally and uh, then returns to another base to ship it all to another account and yeah that's farming economy in a game it's a game though you could sell it but that's you know something that you've actually created just because you automate it doesn't make it any less ethical that's yeah, my stance yes, on it. yes, it does. Though, if you're not playing the game, then you're not earning it, and you're putting yourself at an unfair advantage over other players who are actually playing the game, who are who actually are are like they they're leaving the game to go do a job. They're leaving the game, and if let's say me, oh, this this one will straight up do quests and everything. Oh wow, that see, yeah. it, this, it's. This, this, that yeah, it's that is everything. cheating and that's wrong. Like that is there's no ethical argument about this. You're it's but, like if But there is. I no, totally don't see a problem with this. I totally see a problem with it because you are taking the experience away so that you can get to what's quote the fun stuff where I other people you. other people actually have to work about it. Huh? I gotta run upstairs because my groceries are gonna be here in like ten minutes. Okay, well Connor and I will We'll talk about stuff. You can come back later. Okay. I'll I'll come back probably. Okay. Well, I mean, so, I'll come back. I just don't know if you'll be done by then. Okay. But but here's the deal, Connor. Uh, I understand your point of view, but it's wrong. <laughs> like I, this is I just this feel is like cheating. Trivializing this, it. This is something that we. I feel like we could come to a conclusion to pretty easily. It, yes, because it, but it is cheating. That is, it is, it's it's like if you play any game. That's that's putting yourself at an unfair advantage over another person. So if I if I installed, it, using your logic, it would be just as ethical quote for me to install an aimbot onto Overwatch and destroy an Overwatch because without even touching the mouse. Yeah, that's cool. No, no, that is not right because I'm putting myself at an unfair advantage. I should be. It's it's a competitive game. You're not you putting yourself be. at unfair advantage. You're putting your avatar at unfair advantage. And if you want your avatar to be the finest, that's that's cool. I mean, I, I feel like this is something especially that will be more defined as time goes on with artificial intelligences and the laws and rights that they have. But if, you're, if your agent wants to attempt – and hopefully it's a learning agent. Hopefully this is just you know hardwired to be 99.99 efficient all the time. But if it can learn how to do it and it can do it well, then that's – that's fine. Why not? No, this isn't a learning bot, though. This is just something you buy that just does it for you. It's pre-programmed. Right, it's pre-programmed. There's there's no artificial intelligence about it. It's pre-programmed to do these for you while you go off and masturbate in the closet or something. 
and I don't mean to slut shame here or anything like that, but I think if your game is simplistic, if the if the, the what is it, the critical path of your game is so simplified that it could be repeated in a set of macros that don't even necessarily need to loop in with the game API itself, then this is not fault of the. Again, it's just not fault of the company, in the, or it's not the fault of the, the software creators in any ways. They created a tool that implemented functionality in a way that interfaces with the game. Yes, but they did it in a way that was obviously illegal, because how, they got found with thirty. Illegal? They got they got found with thirty. Oh, I'm sorry, forty two thousand eight hundred eighteen counts of copyright infringement. But that just means that that many people downloaded the service, which means that there's obviously people out there who think, yeah, my life could be improved by the implementation of this software. Or they're gold farmers, where they're they're just trying to farm gold and then sell money in the game. Farming gold and farming Bitcoin ain't that different, and I think you can make a living off of doing both. I think that both should be banned from the game, and gold farmers and... Oh, not obviously not Bitcoining. Uh, I think that gold farmers should be banned from the game, and the people who make the tools should be, yeah, they should be taken down. Why is that? It's definitely against terms of service if we've identified, and I definitely think that a game has its own rights to say you can or cannot do this. But entering the legal spectrum, I definitely still think is incredibly. Listen, if I if I can get a copyright claim for playing a video game on Twitch then I think that these people should be taken to court and get a copyright uh, thing against them for actively trying to circumvent playing the game. I mean, this uh, what you just said is I got in trouble once, so they should get in trouble but I ne- too. But I never got in trouble. That's a logical I'm, fallacy. No, no, no. I'm, I never got in trouble The argument that. is a logical fallacy. No, no, it's not. I'm just trying to say that if – they're similar. They're similar things because – you can get in trouble for doing X. These people obviously got in trouble. They got in trouble for 42,000 cases of copyright infringement because they broke the game. And the courts obviously went in favor of Blizzard. Now, if it's because they're going with the corporations, because the corporation gives them money, whatever. But there, there's a legal case to be made against the, the people who are making things to break the game. So it's if you go into a match uh, with somebody who is botting an Overwatch, that is putting that person who is botting at an unfair advantage, and it is making you, who's a human player, uh, not as good quote as them because they are botting. So at if, using your argument, there at what point does everyone just start botting? Uh, that would be the point where matchmaking should be able to kick in and take over. Uh, it's, uh, it's Does Overwatch, if we're using this prime example, does that have a way of rating your skill over, you know, even if it's something like a kill-death ratio? Yeah, yeah. yeah I, mean, I would there's... certainly hope that, tru- uh, that uh, not troubleshooting, that uh, matchmaking would be able to I- at least single out who's cheating. It should be easy. It should be obvious. Evious, and if not yes. cheating, then the people <laughs> who are doing amazingly well to be on par with cheaters, and they should be playing together. But but and people who do amazing fight another bot, that's fine. But it doesn't matter how good you are at the game if you literally have a bot who is perfect at the game. That's fine. You bought the product. You could do whatever the hell you want with it. And if you want you, your bot okay. out there to run, so I think you, that's fine. Th- and I agree with that in a single player game. 
I agree that you should be able to do whatever the hell you want with a single player game, but you shouldn't be able to do it with a multiplayer game because it is putting you at an unfair advantage. It is cheating. It's like if we went and played fucking poker and you had an ace in your sleeve, you're still cheating. You're putting yourself in an unfair advantage. I mean, I don't think people are going to sign up for a tournament where cheap odds are okay, though. Right. And I, and I understand that. But what about when you go online and you go to competitive mode and you can't get over 2000 uh, score in competitive on Overwatch because anyone over 2000 is botting? I feel like maybe this is an issue that could be taken out if you remove the ego from the self. If you're trying to play a game and you're trying to be the top of the listing, that probably that, that definitely seems like a weird way of ranking it. No, you, what, There should what, be some way of entering into a bracket system at that point. And if you're in some sort of a bracket system, I think it would be best to be able to find ways that keep you from limiting your hardware so you could cheat. And I know that's a hard thing to track, but... I definitely also think this is a conversation that could have more thought into it than just, hey, by the way, bots are maybe not cool or maybe are cool for mass multiplayer experiences there, or any multiplayer. There, there's no, there's no question in my mind that it's they're not they're they should be banned, and always they should always be banned. And if you want to call yourself a gamer and you shouldn't use bots. There, there's no question in my mind that people who use bots are cheaters and they're not as good morally as people who play the game the right way is uh this a touchy subject for you i just i don't like people who cheat at video games and then claim to be good oh i was never saying anything about not owning up to the fact that you're using a bot right but you're also saying that they should you're also saying that they you're also saying that they should be allowed which they shouldn't be allowed I absolutely think they should be allowed, but I also think that they should be transparent about it. I have no problem cheating in a video game if everyone knows I cheated. It's my it, I I paid for the video game. I paid for the experience. I'll enjoy it however the hell I want. I and I'm even a nice guy. I'll preferentiate and say, "Hey, you don't want a cheater on your server. That's cool. I won't play on this server." I won't see I I would kick you off my server at that point cuz cool. I will not I, I don't tolerate cheating in anything. It's just like with the poker example. If we were playing poker and you had a couple aces up your sleeve, then... I've, I've cheated in games with you before, and it's been fine, dude. No, I don't like that. I will no. I will, I will, will kick you from my game if I find out you're cheating with me. That's... I, I don't like it at all. It is, it is reprehensible to cheat because it takes away from the people who aren't cheating. Man, I, I just don't agree with that at all. It's, yeah, it, it, any game could be a sandbox. Just because you have the access to better tools doesn't mean you should be limiting your ability to interact with it. So again, and I agree with that in a single player experience. Do whatever the hell you want in a single player game, but when it's a competitive game against other people, cheating shouldn't be allowed because you're saying you're making the others basically. Worse than you because they didn't bought the game. All right, let me uh, let me reframe the set of mind here. You're mad because bots can go in matchmaking. Yeah, I'm envisioning more of a situation where your bots are farming. If in which point I would say this is the problem of the game developer yet again. Their economy does not support a way that you could be able to obtain the rest of the game unlocks if you're not able to farm in non matchmaking situations. 
especially if you're going to go ahead and do something like cripple the ability to get unlocks and in-game content by doing the PVE stuff, where we seems like we've agreed that cheating is okay. Not not the PVE, but the single player specific. Yeah. If I could get a uh, if I can get a lobby up and play with bots and have that shit farm for me, I would absolutely want that. Uh, and this is especially true if it's an AI, but I would even say if it's just following a a, a set of macros on loop forever. So both so, of those seem fine with me, but games aren't just they just aren't going to allow that. Okay. Okay. Let's Why? let's so I let's, could buy cosmetic shit. I, let's go I back here. Let's go back here. Final Fantasy Eleven. I played Final Fantasy Eleven for about six years, mm-hmm. and there were enemies called like notorious monsters. They would spawn like the deadly dodo spawn like once every four to five hours. Okay, yep. and when you're going and you're sitting there, and and I've seen this happen, where a bot logs into the game. The deadly dodo spawns 10 seconds after, and they instantly claim that enemy, and then they leave after they kill it. That is what I'm saying is creating an unfair advantage. Because I was camping that enemy for like two to three hours, and then this bot comes in, takes the enemy right away without being at the keyboard or anything they just had it on a timer that they would just log in at this area on this character at this time kill the enemy and then log out that is one way that we're differentiating between somebody who was also waiting there and a bot that just did it whoever is there to get the first hit gets claimed to the bounty yeah but the bot but the bot bot puts out an unfair advantage because the bot's going to a computer's going to be a million times faster than a human at that because they're automatically going to have it programmed in not necessarily you you're still arguing stuff. about this huh? Con- connor's still wrong <laughs> he's I, still I, wrong. I disagree i i mean hell it's fine can't you make macros in final fantasy 11 you, you yeah can. macros macros are one thing though yeah this isn't a macro this is just it, it is similar to a macro but it's it's doing it without any input at least in Although, macro you have to press a button so I would I will say to Connor's in Connor's side, could you not theoretically create an incredibly com like is a bot not just an incredibly complex macro? Um, Although you cannot you could not do that in like the macros are very limited in Final Fantasy XI, so you could not do that. Okay, that, that that is one thing, but could you not write your own custom macro in an external program, and is that against the rules? It is, actually. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, that, it's against I the terms of service. Because um, there were... Um, there were... There was a windower program for Final Fantasy that you could purchase, because at in the beginning, Final Fantasy could not run in a window. It was all full screen. Well, that's just dumb. But yeah, right. well, it was released in like 2002. These people not so know long, about long the, times ago. And the X story. I think the I think the reason why was they that they gave was be, that they didn't have a window at that time was because they didn't want the computer players to have an unfair advantage over the uh, PlayStation Two players because the computer players could then Alt Tab and look up like how to finish quests and stuff. Oh, because I mean, who owns a laptop? Yeah, I know. Well, this who, was two thousand two. Again, cell phone out and do this. again, this was two thousand one, two thousand two. So long time ago. Also, yeah. it's a Japanese company. Is it um, any different than having a guide? Uh, no, 
No. But anyway, that that's beside the point. Uh, there was a windower program that was released that would um, – obviously, it would window your game, but it would also fish for you and do things like that, and they would ban players for that. So for having a windower installed. I think I think if you if you specifically explain that in your terms of service, then I, I guess there's really nothing that you could say. Uh, as far as it being a moral thing, I, I think we've shown that that's debatable. Yeah, well, it's it's we've, debatable we've if you're part. wrong. Correct. <laughs> I'm sorry. What was I, that, Connor? I I, I, th- I think he he said the exact opposite of what you did. <laughs> it was it was majestic. Yeah. 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 My, I. I I think there are, there are definitely arguments for either side, and I, I've thought that with various games, uh, Payday 2 actually had a pretty big thing about that whole uh, idea of like, you know, I'm I, I'm just, I'm making my game better for me, okay? Like, it's not really affecting other people. Now, and so, like, so and, and that's another thing, like, I didn't bought the game of uh, Payday, but I did use Hawk's HUD. But mm-hmm. Hawkshood was again the the developers were totally fine with Hawkshood because it, it did add things to the game, but it didn't break the game. Right. What with something like a, a bot like this, the the for honor or the honor bot for WoW or whatnot, uh, it breaks the game. It makes it so that those characters and don't actually know, have to play the game. You know, it, Connor, you you did say that um, it saves you time. But I would also argue, potentially, that what is WoW and most MMOs, if not just wasting time in order to reach an endpoint? Yeah, it's time-sinking it... gambling until you catch the carrot on the stick. Yeah, and I, it, it, going from that perspective, if the game is just wasting time, then if you are skipping over wasting time, then you, I would say that that is inherently cheating then. Yeah. It it is. I mean, there, there's no debate in my mind that it is cheating. But what Connor's trying to say is that it's whether that's it, acceptable. Yeah, whether it's acceptable or not. And yeah, I would say not, no. Farming in games, much like farming in real life, is boring as shit. And I think that having a way to automate that is. And and there are some games that allow you to do that. Then go play those games that have it built in. Eve yeah. does that. Eve has skill trainers. When you log out, you can still train skills when you're gone. Uh, Star Wars The Old Republic, you can send your uh, people out to do missions, and then you log off, and they can keep doing those missions. Imagine, the, for example, if World of Warcraft did have that capability where you could choose to automate grinding a skill, but you had to pay for it. And um, I would insist the bots be deployed. See, I don't think that they would do that. I think it would be, it would be because they still have a subscription fee, so it would be rolled up with the subscription fee. No, I think no, if they ever, I'm, if they, I'm saying like, what if, yeah. what if that was a thing? Then, but then, then it would, would, it would still be implemented by the developers. Yeah. I would still personally think, okay, I, I, I won't want to do this because I don't want to spend money on this stupid thing that should be... Is it then unfair? It is. It would be. Okay. And, I, and I would yeah. think that... And at that point, it would be um, pay to win. But... Is, is, that, is that unfair then to you, Connor? If, say, I, the, the botting situation is has a legitimate 
area. Like, like Blizzard explicitly says, you can buy bots as long as they're from us or from these trusted other people. No, I would actually rather the botting be open source and independent. Well, See, I would. But, but is it is it fair in the game then? In the game, if so, you're so what you're specifying is you would be more cool with bots if Blizzard also said, "Hey, I'm, I'm not saying he's playing. Bot. I'm not saying that. I'm he's, playing devil's advocate. He's, yeah, he's playing devil's advocate on this one. Yeah. Um, I would I, still be against it personally. I would think that if they were to, if they were to put like a botting thing where you can do, let's say. Not even just like, you know, going and doing quests and, and farming and stuff, but let's say fishing or, or a different craft while you were gone. Like it would just do like random crafts or random things around town. Um, I would say that if they were to do something like that, it should be available to all players without having to purchase. Uh, and if, if you did have to purchase at that point, it would be pay to win and I would be against it. Yeah, I, I'd also like to stress, I think, that uh, any sort of automation like this, as I said before, open source, and I'd like to stress, should be a free option. Yeah, but if if having it... I'm just asking, is it fair within the context of the game? If, if it is fair to have the option for external, unauthorized bots to play the game for you, is it still fair if these are authorized bots that are that are at cost in the game. I would hope that that wouldn't happen, but I think it's fair, yeah. Okay. That's, this, that's... Is also, this is also working specifically on the pretenses that these bots, for the most part, interact in ways that you theoretically, whether it's done through a script to automate or not, would be capable of doing yourself. See, but okay. a, like a lot of, like, again, going back to the Overwatch thing, a lot of times, those auto aim bots are—they are perfect. Well, that's 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 an aim bot, though. That's not what this is, though. This yeah. is this is a grind bot, right? This and, is still a grind bot. And I st- I still don't like I don't like any form of cheating within games. Yeah, no, I I agree with with you on that. Yeah, um, I think it's wrong, but um, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't think I have any, any further point with that. I was just trying to clarify, is it a matter of this is this is Connor's built-in communist personality coming out and going, <laughs> it's okay as long as it's being done by the common man, uh, but as soon, as soon as the capitalist goes and starts supporting it, then we have a problem. So, but, so I... It... I just want to. I just want to make. I want to say a story that's kind of a joke, and then we'll we'll switch to the next thing. So in wrestling, there's a uh, there's a guy who he will take his arm and he'll put it to his like chest and then put it straight out and say delete. And you, there's a lot of people now who are doing the same thing, and they'll just they're they're trying to put it in front of them, but they can't put it in front of them, and so they have to put it a little bit higher. So it looks like a Nazi salute <laughs> because they can't, because if they go straight out, they're going to hit the person in front of them. So they have to lift it up. And so they're putting their arm out in like a Nazi salute yelling delete. And I'm just like, man, if, if non wrestling fans turned the, <laughs> turned to this channel and were like, why are they all giving Nazi salutes? It's a Trump rally. <laughs> yeah. Depending on if it's a rerun, that's also true. Yeah, that's true. It could be a Trump rally. Um, let's talk about something that's... Um, I mean, it's a game console. 
So that's fun. Microsoft has said that their next console, the Scorpio, which is an Xbox One, basically, uh, but it's pretty much you know amped up a little bit. So they got they released the specs of this console, and they're pretty impressive for a console. Obviously, they're nothing compared to a really nice gaming computer. But if you're buying a console, you don't care about a really nice gaming computer, typically. Unless you're me, because you buy everything, because you're stupid. Um, so the CPU on the original Xbox One was an eight, uh, eight custom Jaguar cores clocked at 1.7 gigahertz. On the Project Scorpio, it's eight custom x86 cores at 2.3 gigahertz. We basically still just not that much. We haven't been no. confirmed that they're still Jaguar, but they're Jaguar. Yeah. They're- uh, the GP. Yeah, it's not that much but they do have eight cores at 2.3 gigahertz which i mean i would prefer at like three gigahertz but i understand why they did 2.3 um gpu on the original xbox one with 12 gcn compute units at 853 megahertz which seems low to me it is and it all seems lackluster at best the xbox one s has 904 megahertz However, the GPU on the Project Scorpio will be 40 customized compute units at uh, 1172 MHz. Uh, the RAM in the original Xbox was 8 gigs of DDR3. The memory in the Scorpio is going to be 12 gigs of DDR5. GDDR5. GDDR5, sorry. The and Because DDR5 hasn't been out yet. You're right. So DDR3, for memory bandwidth, we got DDR3, 68 gigabytes a second of ES RAM at max, 204 gigabytes Xbox One. The, the Xbox One had 32 megs of ES RAM yeah. that clocked incredibly fast, but was kind of like... A pain not, to use, yeah. Yeah, I don't think anybody actually used it. Yeah, the memory bandwidth on the Project Scorpio will be 326 gigabytes a second. The hard drive, of course, is going to come with a terabyte hard drive, and it comes with a 4K UHD Blu-ray drive. Which is funny, because Sony doesn't have a 4K Blu-ray drive. I don't know why. Actually, I do know why, because they used the same uh, Blu-ray drive that they did in the original PlayStation 4. That's exactly why. Gotta yeah. keep it cheap. Yeah. <laughs> so That's my reaction. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be better than the Xbox One. It's going to be better than the PS4 Pro, but it's still it's, not um, going to... I've, I've heard that it's like a 1070 equivalent in graphics yeah. performance. So so here's my thing about it, though, is I I don't want to get a, a gaming system for 4K until gaming systems can reliably do 4K at 60 frames a second. Yeah, like, or even consistently at 30. Yeah, there's like, if you look <laughs> at um, the PlayStation 4 Pro playing The Last Guardian, it could only do up to 30, it could only do 30 frames a second if you took the PS4 Pro and put it in 1080p. Yep. Otherwise, it would dip down to like 15 frames a second or lower. On By the way, Last Guardian, shit. I don't, yeah, we were all saying that. Yeah. Yeah. I had arguments with Aroa's friends who are idiots because they're like, oh my God, this game's going to be amazing. I'm like, no, it's not. It's going to be, it's going to be mediocre at best. And they're like, but they have like 
they have a really good history of video games. I like they've released two two games before, and they were both okay. Yes, that's pretty good. I yes, I'm saying that uh, Shadows of the Colossus was okay. I would agree with that. Yeah, yeah I, th- I thought it was like I probably if I reviewed it, give it like a seven or eight. Yeah. Yeah, it just it seems like one or two too high, but hey, that's yeah. just my opinion. Maybe. I would say I would say six or seven, maybe. Oh, I, was, I I think that game was beautiful and boring. Oh, yeah. I didn't think I don't think it was boring by any means. Yeah, but anyway, uh, they and Ico like I looked at it and it I I don't know. That's it a did game, not. That's a game I would give a six or a seven. It did not impress me at all. I'd probably give it like a four. Oh no, I I wouldn't go that far. I think it was a I think it was a good game. Yeah. Um but like yeah, probably more like a 6 just cuz it never it never really goes beyond jumping puzzles. Yeah, and and I don't like the escort missions. Escort missions takes me it's, out of the games. It's not like it's barely in it. It, it, they're basically it's basically just one thing to think about during combat. You're not okay. really escorting her by any means. Okay. You, you'd have to be brain dead to to have her die more than like once. Okay. What if I purposely kill her? Well, that's then thing. you're an awful person. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you can determine that. Yeah, I, I think you. I don't even know if you. No, you can. I did that in the demo. I remember now. Yeah. But anyway, you can like hold your hand out, and then she jumps, and then you just pull your hand back, and she'll just fall and die. But we're going off subject because I did it. <laughs> I I went off subject. Sorry. Yeah. Um, what I'm trying to say is that. This computer, why, why, or computer? This game, uh, game system, is going to be the most powerful game system ever made. But, oh boy, that's but not saying much. It's still a, a. It can't com- it can't compare to a computer with like a 1080 Ti in it, obviously. But also, it can't do 4K reliably. It won't be able to do 4K at 30 frames a second, uh, second consistently. Definitely not 60 frames a second consistently. So why would I get this? Except for maybe uh, to play... I think, I think the bigger question, or the bigger problem, isn't even that, because I think 4K is a non-feature right now. I think right. it's just a bullet point. Um, I think the bigger problem is that what is there to buy on the Xbox One slash Scorpio that you wouldn't already necessarily own on PS4? Or that you can't get on PS4. Well, I mean, there are some some games that are exclusive. I mean, obviously, the Halo series, um, Quantum or, Break, or that you can't get on PC. Uh, so you can't get Quantum. You can get Quantum Break on the PC, can't you? Mm-hmm. You can also get Gears of War Four. I think the only first party title that you can't get right now is Halo. And, and you can get the. You can get it kind talk. of. It's it's boring as hell. Is it? But yes, yes, Halo yeah. is. Um, <laughs> I I like Halo in general. Uh, I think I think it's all right. That's not yeah. that's not fair for me to say. But yeah, the the current multiplayer only thing that they have is not very good. No, um, but yeah, I mean, uh, you make a good point because Sea of Thieves is getting released. Oh my, that game looks great. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Sea of Thieves is getting released on both the Xbox. Now I probably will buy it on the Xbox One. Why? Because you get to play anywhere. So you can buy it on the Xbox One, you get to play it on your PC. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah so I'll have it on both. Yeah. Um, was there some gimmick to that? It just didn't seem like it was ever good. 
It um, the the problem is that you have to play it on Windows 10, and it has to be a U, It's a UAC game or not? Uh, uh, not UAC. It's uh, UAC. Windows Store. UA, yeah. UAP. Yeah, Universal U, UWP. That's it. Universal Windows app. Yeah. Uh, um, but I mean, I'm I'm gonna do that because I'll, I'll I'll play Sea of Thieves on my computer. And have it for the Xbox One because I mean, if you can get it both places, why not? That's why I bought um, uh, Portal Two. I bought it on the PlayStation Three because if you bought it on the PlayStation Three, you could put in a code and get it on your computer as well. Yeah, that was whenever. That was whenever Sony was like trying to team up with Valve for some weird reason. Yeah, like you like run this bastardized version of Steam on your PS3 somehow or something like that. Yeah, so. Uh, just to compare the specs to the um, PS4 Pro, the Project Scorpio will have 0.2 gigahertz more uh, fucking CPU speed, speed. CPU speed. They'll have uh, four more GCN cores or whatever compute cores for their GPU. They'll have four more gigs of DDR GDDR5. Uh, they'll have about 108 more gigabytes of bandwidth memory. They'll have the same hard drive, and they'll have uh, actually a 4K Blu-ray drive instead of having just a normal Blu-ray drive. The Scorpio will be definitely a better console hardware-wise. The problem is justifying that in response to all of the exclusives that Sony has and all of the non-exclusives that Xbox has that you can also just get on a gaming PC. Right. And whenever you consider that early analyst predictions right now are saying that this thing's probably going to cost at least 650 to $700. I'm hoping not, but... It, it's, it's just too much. It is, that is it, way yeah, too much. That, that's I think... the problem, is that this is, like, since they're trying so hard to outclass the PS4, the... the they're going to have to bump up the price because it, that's it has 3do prices, man. Yeah. It's going to be ridiculous. And further than that, what is the big trend right now? VR. Uh, VR. Yeah. And they don't have it. Also, they won't have a connect slot. Oh, travesty. Yeah. Oh. They, they do. They do support the adapter for the connect. Cause there was adapter that came out when the Xbox one S came out. Uh, but it, the adapter's $40. Who do these people think they are? Apple? Yes. Yeah, yeah, they do. No, 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 no. Apple would have made it $90. True, 40... but you couldn't use your headphones anymore after. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, to be fair, who the fuck plays Connect games? Besides yeah. Aroa. Well, yeah, but... That's that's what uh, VR is going to replace. Speaking for me. speaking of which, did you get Parappa the Rapper? No, I heard that it wasn't that great of a port. I heard that too. Let's move on. Let's talk about uh, anime. You guys like anime, right? Really? Yeah. Uh, okay, that was close. Uh, <laughs> thanks, thanks for the enthusiasm, guys. Uh, yeah, anime. Woo! Um, and manga. <laughs> Dragon Ball Z abridged. Get in the bitch. Are you I done? love dated memes, don't you? <laughs> are, are you done? Yeah. No. Well, not forever. Dragon Ball Z Abridged, which was a thing put on by what Team Four Star is what their name was. Mm-hmm. Yep. Is their name is? I guess they're still together. Uh, GFS. Yeah. Every single episode has been removed from YouTube. 
Yeah, after I actually read the article, I'm not all that worried anymore. And I'm not worried. This, is just, this has happened before. Yeah, they seem pretty confident it'll be back, too. Yeah, so Team 4 Star Dragon Ball Z Abridged has been removed due to a copyright claim by Toei Animation. Uh, basically, as we said earlier, Japan has very, very strict copyright laws and no fair use. And so every once in a while, they'll just go and remove DBZ Abridged. So, what are you? So, your guys aren't worried about it. I'm not really worried about it, but no, it'll be back. Yeah, I don't ever watch it. I don't actually like Dragon Ball Z Abridged. I like uh, Lanipater, one of the guys that does some of the voices. Like, I think he does Vegeta, uh, and he was in Lanipatur. And 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 also, the funny thing is that he was in um, Dragon Ball Z Xenoverse or Dragon Ball yep. Xenoverse. Um, as not, did, it wasn't only him; it was also, I think, the person who plays Goku in Abridged. So they they know that these guys do this, and well, I think it's just a. It, I think it's it's just like you were saying with uh, Jim Sterling is that you know he'll show like the Japanese people just went oh and they banned it when the yeah, American people were totally fine with it. Yeah, it's a disconnect between the American side and the Japanese side because I was I was going to say it was the American localization team that asked the team four star members to go in and, and voice act for that. It wasn't like Toei animation and all that were completely unaware and uncaring of that whole deal. Yeah. That, that definitely uh, makes sense there. So yep. I'm looking forward to them coming back. Um, they seem like nice guys. I've never, you know, obviously spoken to them or anything, but uh, the team four star is kind of cringy, especially their old stuff. Yeah, I, I'm excited to see their work not be gone forever. Don't get me wrong, but I personally uh, am not like troubled by this in the slightest. No, yeah, I I, I, li- I like them for what they are, but um, I have been watching the Cell games like many episodes, and those have been pretty fucking funny. But um, yeah, I don't, I don't really. I, I used to watch them whenever I was in like early high school, but and I watched. Uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! abridged back then. But yeah. I was also in I was in a Naruto abridged thing. That See, was that uh, sounds amazing. Um yeah. why, why is that not your number one video? I've seen some I didn't make it. I've seen some of uh Aroa's anime videos and they are um Hilarious. Hilariously <laughs> bad. No and and Aroa does a good job. I will I will say that Aroa's a good voice actor. But the people, other people in there were not very good voice actors. I'm an old man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last thing we got to We're going to switch over to this as another thing. Who who here loves Comcast? Raise your hands. Oh, me. Everyone loves Comcast. Except they, for... They own my cable company now, don't they? Charter, yeah. No, no. Wait, yeah, do they? I thought it was Time Warner. I thought or they do they bought, own Time Warner too? I think Time Warner bought Charter. <laughs> Time Warner bought Charter. Yeah. And then I yeah. think Comcast and Time Warner were trying to get together, but I don't know if that's yeah, gone through yeah, yet. Yeah, they're trying to merge. That's what, what happened. Said. Okay, so this is great. So uh, Comcast is trying to release their own wireless phone service. Because it's the hip new thing. And it will release only for Xfinity customers in May or June. And then later this year for everyone else. Now it does start out there. They have unlimited plans at $65 a month. 
they run off Verizon's wireless 4G LTE network. Um, and you get a cheaper deal if you're buying cable service through Comcast. Um, they're also selling a pay-as-you-go plan that starts at $12 a month for one gigabyte of data. Um, so they're paying $65 a month for a single line with unlimited everything. Uh, the same price deal will get, will be $80 a month through Verizon. Uh, though you can go $55, blah, 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 blah. Uh, Xfinity Mobile also offers buy the gig option that charges you $12 for each gigabyte. Um, but they don't have any deals. So like, like with consumer cellular, you add somebody on for $10 a month. Um, with Verizon, if you add an extra line, it gives you a little bit of a deal per line or whatnot with, uh, this Xfinity mobile or whatever they're going to be calling it. It's $65 per line and there's no deal on the lines that you add. So it just keeps getting worse and worse and worse. Um, they do have very good service cause they'll have service through Verizon's 4g LTE network. So it'll be very good service, but what are you guys' thoughts about this? I think it's Comcast and I'm sketchy of anything that they have available, especially if it's going to be something like my cell phone. No, you, they can't have that. Can you please be a little closer to your microphone? Jesus. No, no. Okay. I think that it's, that's hella sketch. I'm not going to be trusting Comcast with my mobile device. This sounds like a terrible idea. Now, uh, I think Aro and I both go through Consumer Cellular, mm-hmm. and they're pretty good. I like them, and they're really cheap. Yeah, I mean, I pay I think a hundred bucks a month right now for three lines and five gigs of data. Yeah, and I that's think pretty fucking crazy. I think I paid my my friend ended up. She works night shift, so she ends up calling me at night a lot. And so I had to boost it up to unlimited. And so I had unlimited voice, unlimited text, and three gigs of data. And I think it cost me 65 bucks for two lines. Yeah. Like, I think it's, their plans are really fucking sweet. Yeah. They're and really they're, good. They're an AT&T MVNO. Yeah. So. This uh, just seems like another thing with Verizon. Verizon has lately been trying to change their business where they are doing the unlimited data thing now they're trying to sell their service to other mvnos because previously i don't think there were any maybe there were one or two verizon so, mvnos there so was uh, nathan has nathan has inside input in, insight on this cuz yeah. i worked at consumer cellular mm-hmm. so at consumer cellular before i worked there years ago like in 2011 they had ran on AT&T and Verizon. Depending on uh, your area, whoever had the better service, you well, would now, get... Now they're AT&T and T-Mobile. Right. But depending on whoever better service in your area, you would get either a Verizon SIM card, or you get a Verizon phone, or you would get an AT&T phone. And then for some reason, I think it was in 2011, 2012, um... They stopped doing that. Verizon just killed off all of the MVNOs. And so all of our phone, all of our customers who are on the Verizon side were shipped out new AT&T phones. Uh, But it was a big cluster F because a lot of the customers didn't read the information, didn't know what was going on. So they just sent back their phones 
that they just received because they're like, I don't want this. And I was like, old people. So, uh, yeah, they used to have MVNOs and then they canceled all those MVNOs for a while. I'm not sure exactly when, but, but they did have them and they got rid of them at some point. So, yeah, now they're, they're trying to branch back out probably because of competition be doing that. Like with AT&T buying Cricket, so they have a big prepaid service now, and Sprint is doing its whole thing where like it's just fucking cheap. Like their only thing is that it's it's cheap. Okay, we got fast LTE and it's cheap. Please, who please, we know we have the worst service. Who are you talking about? Sprint. Oh yeah, Sprint is pretty bad. Yeah, they're they're like ridiculously cheap, but good fucking luck getting a signal outside of a highway or a major city. Yeah, I <laughs> and, I had Sprint for a while and they're. They're not very good. They've been getting better, but honestly, all the, if they just fucking if T-Mobile bought them or the other way around and just fucking outfitted all their their services with the uh, GSM or did some crazy shit, like I'd totally be on on board with that. Uh, Google Fi is that it's it's T-Mobile and Sprint combined, but they're a bit expensive. Google yeah, they're, they're, they're a touch expensive if you're going to have more than one line, uh, definitely. Um, but, yeah, nothing's nothing's as expensive as Verizon, though. And I, that might be part of kind of why they're trying to sell their Spectrum out to other groups. It's because a lot of people stay away from Verizon because you're paying, like, almost $100 a month for one fucking line. Yeah. Um, it does look like they've gotten better with that because this article is saying that it's like six. Was it sixty five? Eighty. It's eighty dollars a month for unlimited. Yeah. Yeah, directly through Verizon, which now, is all right, but it's still way more than most other places, and you're just going to get about as good a service. So I don't see. I don't see this kicking. First off, everyone hates Comcast. Yeah, there's, there's that too. I don't, if there's if there's a company that people hate more than Verizon, it's Comcast. Yeah, like, like no one, no one is going to participate in this. I don't think, unless the the bargain, you know, if you already have Comcast service, is is I, just that good. I don't think it is just that good. Yeah, I I don't know how to judge like individual people's willingness to pay for shit because individual people aren't anywhere near as frugal and well informed as I am. That's true. That's true. Also, I mean, maybe they'll get a, a a good enough deal that it will bring it down. Like if you already have Comcast TV, and you might it might be a good enough deal for them to switch from Verizon or Sprint or AT and T or whatnot. Because AT and T is ridiculously expensive too. And the really shitty part with this is that you're almost definitely going to also have to buy a, a an Xfinity mobile branded phone. Yeah, I highly doubt you'll be able to just bring your Verizon phone over. I don't know. I that you might be able to because uh, they they should use the same APNs. They they use all that same shit. the The problem is for some arbitrary reason. Um, for example, AT and T. If you try to use, um, I think it's if you try to use a. T-Mobile. AT&T phone 
on a go phone or something like that or like no if you try to uh, it's uh no that was with fo- that was with phone numbers never mind i was confused if you try to port a go uh go phone phone number over to an actual at&t uh plan it won't work uh, yeah so you just have to get that, a new probably, number on that phone yeah right? that probably doesn't have anything to do with this i was i was getting mixed up yeah because like um, with uh consumer cellular CDM, cdma shit complicates things quite that's a bit, true though. but with uh co- with consumer cellular uh if you have an at&t phone it'll work perfectly on oh yeah yeah and same with as long as it's an unlocked phone, you can use it with any GSM carrier. That's one of the primary well, no, reasons. No, that... no, no, no. With with consumer cellular, it can be locked to AT and T, and you can still use it. But yeah, as long as as long as it's still AT and T's network, you'll be fine. Right, which uh, is why this you might be able to do that with a Verizon phone. It depends on how it works because CDMA is different, though. That's true. Because with CDMA, you don't get to just throw a SIM card in. You have to actually authenticate it with their network by using some kind of switching tool. Yeah. Like with Sprint, you can put in the uh, MEID on their website, and it would you know switch you over if you bought a phone from, like say, a third party or something like that. Right. Uh, but at the same time, that's why you can't buy a Boost mobile phone or a Virgin mobile phone and put it on Sprint's network or the other way around is they'll, they blacklist all of those MEIDs. Now with, now there are a lot of, with uh, those phones, a lot of them do take SIM cards from Verizon. And, and they will take a SIM card, but all the SIM card does is authenticate you with their LTE network. It won't get you CDMA service, which is so, what you need for calling. Right. But so because of the laws, basically Verizon has to have them unlocked. Like you have, so if you buy the phone, you have to be able to unlock the phones. And so we, I would get unlocked phones from Verizon going over to consumer cellular and we could get the voice and we could get the texting work, but they lock their APNs because that's not against the law. So you couldn't get text mess like a uh, picture messaging or internet on the phones. Yeah. Verizon is an awful company. Yeah, CDMA yep. in general is a terrible platform for to to build a network on. Um, well, and at least at least from the perspective of it, it allow it permits a lot of this shady bullshit, and it just puts more on the company to have to build out if they want to make it more consumer friendly. And from that, what that's I why GSM is just objectively better, right? And and I think a GSM is like worldwide, and I think CDMA yes. is basically just America. It's America, and then there there are some places throughout the world that will have CDMA networks. But yeah, for the most part, G- GSM is the is the international standard. Yeah. That's why if you buy a a world phone from Verizon, it'll have a SIM card, even if it's not an LTE f- phone, because it has to be able to hit some kind of GSM network. Yeah. Anyway, what do you think about this, Connor? You you've been wa- rather quiet. <sighs> Cell phones are boring, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, See, I worked at a cell phone company, so I'm like, yes, something I know about. Yeah, Um, same same here. (laughs) Yeah. But anyway. I wish I could afford a better one. uh, Yeah. Uh, Then again, I have right, so it makes sense why I can't. uh, Just finance uh, Pixel. Yeah, do it. I've been kind of thinking. I, I can't afford it right now, but part of me wants to be able to afford it. I, I think want a, my bill is $38 a month. I want a Pixel. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so <laughs> sorry, Nathan. <laughs> it was, it was such, so weird. 
It's such I, a good phone. I used my G3 as a as a camera. Like I, I was I was running cable, and I wanted to see when the cable went up through the air vent. So I set up my G3 to be a camera on that, so I could watch it through my other through my Pixel. And it was so fucking weird looking at that screen. It's so holy, bad. Holy shit! Do LCD screens on phones suck cock? <laughs> like, I had no idea how good OLED was until I had to look at an LCD screen. Well, and the was... and the camera on the Pixel is so good too. Well, the, the, yeah, there's that too. But my god, like all the colors are washed out and disgusting, and like <laughs> all the icons are fucking huge because it's a 720p screen instead of fucking whatever the hell the Pixel is. And they like, say on that day, Aroa's neck beard grew three hipster sizes. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's just like, like I totally get some of the elitism with that shit now, though, because oh my god, budget phones suck. Cock. So like, I was, I was, uh, and we'll we'll end it here. So the guy who made Quake was it Romero? Yeah. Um, he in the nineties had a thirty-two inch, ten eighty p, um, CRT CRT monitor to develop the game on. Huh? And I was like, my God, I <laughs> want that. Yeah, it it like, has to weigh like three hundred pounds. <laughs> it was it well, you know, it was like I had the same kind of thing whenever I saw an HD TV for the first time, because I for I knew like about HD TVs for a while, and I was like, ah, it's just fucking, it's big and it's wide. What the fuck ever? Who cares? Yeah. And then like I got one, and I went, oh my god, it changes my life. That's How can what anybody use CRTs. That's what Aroa says about penises. It's big and it's wide. What does it matter? Yeah. And then I actually get in front of one. It's like, oh my god, I, <laughs> <laughs> I need this. <laughs> and that's what VR did. Uh, like I thought that VR was like, yeah, it was cool, but I don't think it's really going to change much. And then I put the PS4 headset on and I went, oh, it's not everything I ever wanted. <laughs> okay that's, that's kind of what i'm wanting to save up for a vive yeah yeah that's that's i i keep thinking man i kind of want to get a psvr but i i feel like if i just save up the extra like you know eight hundred dollars <laughs> uh it's it's gonna be worth it in the long run yeah uh, well it's like only what four hundred dollars more it's definitely uh, well, something I'd be comfortable investing in. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I I have to also buy a new graphics card to be able to play anything on it. Which oh is right, the, yeah. The problem. I have a ten seventy. If I'm going to buy a new graphics card, I'm getting a ten eighty. Like yeah, I have a ten seventy. I don't regret my ten seventy. No, my ten seventy is amazing. No, yeah, no, definitely. It's just like I I like that I can still play most games pretty much maxed out because I went with the seven eighty instead of the seven seventy. Yeah. And like I would rather just keep that longevity because graphics hardware is going to start slowing down at some point. And right. When, whenever that happens, I'll be satisfied that I had the top of the line. Right. So that's pretty and much I'm also our pod- just a neckbeard. Yeah. That's our podcast for today. Today it's only two hours long. Hey, well, it's Podcast 99, man. It's kind so, of a big yeah, deal. Somebody fucking decided to have nine stories. So. I, there were more. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, you, we, I heard uh, you. We, <laughs> we, we trimmed the fat. Yeah. Um, but I do thank you guys for being here, even though Connor's wrong about everything. It's not my fault your opinions are bad, dude. 
<laughs> I'm just glad that me leaving in the middle had no impact whatsoever because you just argued <laughs> for ten solid minutes. <laughs> but uh, thank you guys for yeah, being here. I, I wanted to uh, I wanted to make my breakfast pizza like an hour ago. I I'm seeing spots. I'm so hungry, man. Okay, I will I will talk to you guys next week. Goodbye. Bye. Hasta la pasta, guys.